Kimmel and get to today's daf. So, what did we learn in daf Samach Kimmel? We're starting from the mission at the top of the page on daf Samach Kimmel, Amod Aleph. So, we talked about what a man can't go out with, and not only can't go out, but if he goes out with these things, then according to Tanakama, at least he will be Chayev Akkorbon Chatas if it was Bishogeg, meaning it's Deoraisa considered carrying. And they are a sword, an, a, an, a bow, um, a shield, and Allah is either a club or a different kind of shield, um, a spear. And if he goes out with all, any of those things, he will be Chayev Chatas. Um, Reb Lezer says that these are actually not Chayev Chatas level, and that's because he considers them a Tachshitin, they're considered adornments when you wear them. People are proud to have their weapons worn. Chachamim say that they're actually a shameful thing. They're not nothing to be proud of. As the verse tells us in Yeshaya that in the future, they're going to break their swords and turn them into um, tools for planting because there'll be no no more will the nations fight against each other and they'll never study war anymore. So therefore, it's a negative in the future, okay? Next we saw is uh, there's uh, something called Beerus, which is Tahora. It's not subject to Tuma, but, and you may go out with that on Shabbos, but the Kavalim are Tameim and you, and, you, and you may not go out. So the Tahor one, you could go out with Shabbos, the Tameh one, you cannot go out on Shabbos. And the Gemara will define what that is. So the question is, what's an Allah? That's what Rashi says. I mean, the Gemara says it's a Kulfa, um, um, which um, different machlokis, what that means. It's some type of, it sounds like a stick, something that's a, with a ball at the end. Okay. Um, and Rebbe Yezer says that those are all adornments, and therefore it's not actually carrying Minatora. Even though he does not say necessarily that it's permissible, but it's not actual caring. So the Bryce brings down a further conversation over here. Uh, they told Rabbi Eliezer, if it's a Tachshitin, so then why would there be Batel Limos HaMashiach? So he says the only reason why they're Batel is because there's no need for them. As the Pazik says, Lo Yisuk Goel Goy Cherev. Um, so, uh, so, that, so why me? Let's just keep it for beauty. So, um, so the Gemara says there's no purpose. It's kind of like having a candle in the daylight. There's no purpose for it. So that's why it's not, that's the only thing. But he's not saying that it's actually not a Tachshitin, at least now. This happens to be, this version is really dependent on an interesting Mechlokes. What is the nature of the days of Mashiach? According to Shmuel, uh, there's no difference between the world we have now and Moshe Mashiach. Except for Shiva Kalyos alone, that's the only, uh, that's the only distinction, um, meaning that we won't be bound to the Gentile governments that we are underneath, etc. Pasuk says Lo Yachtal implies ever, so that means if there's still going to be poor people, that means that the the world really pretty much continues more or less in the same natural way as we have now. And this and this is also is assuming not like Shmuel, but is assuming, assuming like Rabbi Bar Abba who says that all the Nevi'im when they're prophesizing about the future, they they were talking about the days of, of the Messiah. But as far as the world to come, we have no clue. There's even they, their eyes, 
a vision of the future, did not get to gaze at what Olam Abba is going to look like. And therefore, all of the miraculous things that they're describing is during the times of the Muslim Shiach, about all the, you know, the peace, etc., and uh, that it's going to be a wonderful world, etc. Now, version B of the, of the conversation between Rabbi Yezer and the Chacham is that they told Rabbi Yezer, if it's an adornment, why are they bottle Muslim Shiach? So he says, who told you the bottle Muslim Shiach? They're not bottle Muslim Shiach, which is really like Shmuel says, which is basically that the world of the Mashiach's times is still going to have swords. It's not true that they're not going to be being swords. So, um, and uh, that's not like Rabbi Rabu says that when the, the beating it into plowshares, that was actually, um, that's talking about Olam Abba, that's a whole other time. And it's uh, not like Rabbi Rabu who says that, that, we, that nobody ever envisioned what's going to happen in Olam Abba. So apparently we don't know, it's Machokas, but what's going to be, we'll find out. That's the bottom line. Next we saw Mir Tzashem. Okay, soon. All right. Next we saw Bayi said to Rav Dimi. Others said it was Rav Ivya or Rav Yosef said to Rav Dimi or Rav Ivya or Bayi said to Rav Yosef. The question is, what is the reason of Rav Liezer? He said that it's a Tachshitin. He actually says it's a Pasuk. He's bringing a Pasuk and tell him. It says, Chagor Chabuchal Yadcha Gibor Hod Chavadaracha. That's your glory and beauty, the, the sword that you wear on your hilt. Okay, so it sounds like that the sword is an adornment, very clearly from the text in Tehillim. So Rav Kiana said to Marbred Rav Huna, but didn't we explain that the sword that we're talking there is about Torah, and it's, a, it's actually a muscle for the Torah? So they said yes, but there's a rule, that the, that the, the puzzle doesn't come out from the simple meaning of the text, and that remains. Next, uh, Rav Kahana says, when I was 18 years old, I learned the entire Shas, and I still had not been, come across this idea of Eim Mikri Yotzim until now. And what this teaches us is that the person should first learn up everything, and then he can go back and, this, and learn in more in depth. But the point is, is that it didn't stop him from continuing to learn just because, um, just because you know, he didn't have this information. But uh, he, he was obviously bothered by the question. But that didn't stop him from continuing to learn, till eventually, after learning through the the tired Talmud, then he started further analyzing. Okay, he brought us to some very interesting uh, pieces of Gemara. So uh, Rabbi Yirmiyah said, "Name Rabbi Lazar, when you have two scholars that are sharpening each other in halacha, so Kaddish Baruch Hu makes them both successful, and that's a pasuk v'hadderech slach." So don't read it as a derech, but rather v'chadidach. It looks like Rach and Adal look very similar. Ehe and Eches look very similar. And it's saying when you sharpen yourselves on each other, that's actually going to bring to success. So the style of learning of Chavrusa is where the, each side is sharpening each other. Not only that, but they actually both will achieve greatness through their studying that way of sharpening each other. And that's what we call the Pazak for that effect. How and now? There are certain qualifiers. What are those qualifiers? Number one, it's not, uh, you might think it's even when it's Shalolishma, that's why I'd say no, it's, um, it has to be Advar Emes. The goal of getting to the truth has to be paramount. That's number one. And now you might think that if your person's haughty about it, um, that he'll also be able to succeed. No, he has to also be with humility. So with the two qualities of goal to get to the truth and 
remaining humble and not doing out of haughtiness, then that will lead to the success on both parts. And they'll merit to have the Torah that was given by the right hand that the Pasuk says, no ros mincha. Now, uh, Rav Nach Mitzvah says that uh, the Pasuk of the Minish Torah will be fulfilled in them, and that's what it means, Oruch Yom that you'll have length of days on its right. Now, what's interesting is the Pasuk says, Oruch Yom on the left, it's wealth and, and honor. So does that mean that, uh, yeah, that the, the, so we say that the Maimin about the person who are uh, pushing themselves in Torah study, and the Masnil about people who are taking it in a lighter manner. So you're telling me that they're not going to have it when they push themselves? Um, the Osher V'chavad answer is no. Of course there's going to be also Osher V'chavad in addition to Rikh Yamim. But what will be on the people who don't put in the same effort, the Masmi Ilimba, so then they'll just have the Osher V'chavad, the wealth and honor, but they will not have the Oruch Yamim. That's a special bracha only to those who are Mamim. Next, we talked about um, another memra of Rabbi Yermi in the name of Shimon Lakish, two Tlamid Chamim that are are nochen zelos halacha. Now, the word nochen um, is like leading each other along in halacha and helping the, each other formulate their thoughts and clarify. It's a little different style than mechadet and with a more argumentative stance. And um, so Hashem listens to their discussions. And that's the Pasuk says, Hashem. And Dibor, the word Dibor is naches, is leading, leading each other along. And that's the Pasuk of Yad Amin Tachtenu. Now, the Pasuk says, Hashem, and then it says, Lechoshve Shemo. So what is Lechoshve Shemo? That's, a, that's telling us a very important lesson that even somebody who has the intent to do a mitzvah, but he didn't actually occur, it's considered by heaven as if he fulfilled the mitzvah. And that's what that means. Now, um, when a person does the mitzvah as it should be done, meaning in the fullest way, so he does, won't ever hear bad, bad news. And that's what the Pazak says, Shomer mitzvah He guards the mitzvah, he eats the mitzvah, he won't know from any bad things. Now, um, even a Kaddish Baruch Hu made a decree, he'll have the power to be mevatal the decree because he fulfilled the mitzvah in its fullest way. Um, um, that's what it says. Right after it says, God, nobody can tell God what to do, then it says, Shomer Mitzvah, lo Sounds like the Shomer Mitzvah has the power. Rabbi Abba said in the name of Shimon Lakish, another, another section, two Tamid that are listening to each other in Alocha. They're paying attention to what each other have to say. HaKadosh Baruch Hu also listens to them. It's a Midah Kenegah Midah, that because they listen to Hashem, because they listen to each other to understand what the person's explaining, meaning trying to understand the other side, so Hashem will listen to him as to their prayer, to their voices. And that's the puzzle to that effect as well. And, uh, right, if they don't do so, they're not listening to each other, that causes Hashem to not listen to them and to, to basically fly away from Kal Yisrael. And then we saw a, third, a fourth pshad, Rabbi Abba, the name of Hashem and Lakish, that two Talmud Madgilin then Hashem loves them. Madgilin means elevates each other um, in in halacha, um, so that's the that's the next one. They gather each other. They gather each other. Meaning they call each other. Let's go study. They're bringing each other in. That is madgilin zelus abalacha. Then a who loves such a person as the pasuk says v'digvalayava. Rafuk says that's talking about where first of all there's a mini, a minimum level of uh, knowledge that's being discussed. They have the they, they have the basic information because otherwise. 
they could come to false understandings. And number two, there's no rabbi in town who's able to teach them, so then they should learn each other. But if there's a rabbi, they should choose to learn from the rabbi who would be able to educate them. Um, next, we talked about is Rabbi Abba, the name of Shimon Lakish, that when one who lends, it's great, lends money that's greater than actually charity because it takes away the shame, as it's not as shameful. And, um, and one who invests with another... Um, and helps him in his, you know, so it's win-win. He's uh, doing the work, and uh, you provided the funds, and now you're investing in each other. That's even a higher level than loan than a loan. Um, Reb Abba said in name of Shimon Lakish, if a Tamil Chacham is uh, takes revenge and and like a like a snake, or you know harbors the the will of it like a snake. Then that even so, you should wrap him around your waist because that's a good kind of tamal chacham that you can learn Torah from. And an Amaretz, who's a chassid, don't even live in his neighborhood because, um, the, you know, there's, even though it's difficult living with tamal chacham who's tough on everybody, but who's a little strict, um, and you know, if you do something wrong, you get you'll get it. You'll still gain more than a very nice. Um, Aretz, who's not knowledgeable. Next, we saw Rav Kahn, and then Rosh Lakish. Others say it's Rav Asi. That uh, Rav Abba, the name of Rav Lakish, if somebody who raises a bad dog in his house, that withholds uh, kindness from the house. And that's because it, the, the, the lemes, which is another way for, uh, is, the, uh, is the Greek word for a dog, and that's a meireu, Chesed, meaning from his friend, there's no chesed. The idea being, if you have a pit bull in the house, uh, apparently the poor people are going to not necessarily come nearby to ask for uh, charity. So that, that's the idea. Rabbi Nachbar Yitzchak says that also it takes away one's year of Shemayim if you have a, a, like a scary dog in your house. He quoted a passage to that effect. There's a, thing, there's a story that brought down it's here and also in Babakama about a lady who went to a house to bake, and there was a dog there, and the dog barked at her. And because of that, she was pregnant, and she had lost the child out of the fear, um, and she had a miscarriage. And the, uh, um, and the owner of the household said, oh, don't worry about my dog. He's, his teeth were pulled out, and he doesn't have any uh, claws either. He was declawed. So she's like, thanks so much, but it's already a little bit too late. You know, you could throw your, you know, whatever your help is like worthless because the child already is lost. Next we saw as Rav Huna, the Pasuk says, So there's a question of what this Pasuk is talking about. Rejoice, O youth, in your youth. Make your heart good while you're young. Go follow your heart, whatever you see, and know everything, uh, this, everything is what God brings to you and you'll be judged. So one version is, this is exactly the Sahara that basically it's a shopping spree. Um, you're buying on credit card, but eventually the bill comes and you're going to have to pay. And that's exactly what this world is. You could do good or bad. You do whatever you want, but eventually payment is due. And that's what that's all. That's one explanation. The other explanation that it's talking about Tibri Torah, and it's talking about finding the Torah and learning as much as you can when you're young, but in the end, you got to translate that Torah that you studied into action. Um, next, we talked about the Biris, which he said is Tahora. 
um, uh, which he said is a bracelet. And um, you could even, according to Rav Yosef, yes, is that it says that you can go out with that on Shabbos. Um, so it's seemingly contradictory. Can you or can't you go out with a, a bracelet on Shabbos? We know that, uh, so, and it says it's Tahora, and uh, if it's a bracelet, a bracelet is Tameya. So Gemara explains that the beeris is actually goes underneath the bracelet, and um, it's not made, it's not actually the bracelet material. Okay. Mm. Meaning, um, and um, it's actually, it's the garter, basically, that holds up, like we talked about before, that holds up the socks. So it's a different thing completely, and it's not really, um, it's not a, it's not an actual bracelet. Uh, Rav, um, Ravin and Rav Huna were sitting in front of Rav Yirmiya, and Rav Yirmiya was napping. And uh, Ravin sat and he said that uh, Beerus is, is one, and Kavalim is in two. And um, Rav Huna says they're both in two. And the difference is they put a chain in between and that makes it Kavalim. What is the, and the chain makes it into a Kali. How does that make it into a Kali? So Gemara explains, actually it does. Um, because basically Shmuel Baruchman explained the name of Rabbi Yochanan that so don't think it's because it makes noise like Rosh Mulbaran and it's a noise maker now, because that's not what it is. Here it's not made for noise. But the purpose of the chain is for a different thing completely. There's a certain family in Yerushalayim that well, women had very wide steps, and because they took such wide steps, they lost their virginity just by jogging, okay? And uh, meaning it looked like they did. Not that they actually lost their virginity, but it, they they're... Um, but because of that, it wasn't good, so they put the chain on so that they would not take too wide of steps, and then that's what saved um, saved them. So Rabbi Yermi got up, he says, that's exactly the shot that I heard from Rabbi Yochanan. Next, we saw Rabbi Yochanan, that a woven thing is Tameh, and we learned that from the tzitz. So the Gemara says, the tzitz wasn't a woven thing, the tzitz is a golden plate. So the Gemara says, you're right, it, the tzitz is a golden plate, and that's how you know that even a very small ornament like that is metame. Um, um, it's a question of how big it was. It's only two fingers wide. It, it, it is machlokis, whether it said Kodesh Lashem on the same line, or was the Kodesh Lamed written lower and the Yudke Vavke written higher. Um, so it's machlokis. The one of Rabbi Yosef says, I saw it in Rome, and it said it on the same line. And basically, so he corrected it. He said, in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that a tachshit, an adornment, an ornament, is, um, even if it's tiny, it's tameh, we learn from the tzitz. A woven thing is even tiny, is also tameh, and we learn it from the Pasuk of Obeged. And then we learned also, there's a Tanar Banan, that a woven thing is, that's any amount is tameh, Tachshit, any amount is Tameh, and Orig Vitachshit is any amount Tameh. And if you add sackcloth on the garment, that's also Tameh Mishum Orig. Okay, so um, where do we know this from? So Rav says Orig we learn from the words Obeget, Tachshit we learn from the Tzitz, and Orig Vitachshit is Tameh from Kolkli Maisa. It's another Pasuk. And, Rav, and then we said that there was the rabbi said to Rava, um, it doesn't it say that by Midian? 
Um, it's that possibly quoting of Kokli Maisa was not written, was talking about uh, basically Thomas Mace. Here we're talking about Thomas Sheretz. So the Gemara says that's true. But we learn from the same word, Kli, that uh, what was said by one applies to the other. And that is basically where we left off at the top of the page on Dafsa Mechdalid Ahmed